What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Vidal, and on today's episode, I am doing the recap of the interview with Ben Levitt. This is in uh, episode number 127, I believe, called Common Pitfalls for the Modern Social Media Marketer, and Ben absolutely crushed this interview. If you guys have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I love to do interviews with rock stars, but then also do a recap interview where I can dissect some of their points that I thought were really valuable, talk about how maybe they've been something that has been a, a big learning experience in my businesses, and also just help you out with the implementation side of things. So I'm going to be uh, picking apart some of the main topics that have been covered and giving you guys some extra tips on how to actually implement them into your business, which is the big thing. So hopefully by the end of today's episode, not only are you going to have more knowledge, but you're going to know exactly what to do today. So um, before I get into that, I just want to do a reminder from last episode. If you want me to follow you on Clubhouse, all you have to do is do a review of the podcast um, and then just DM me on Instagram and say, I reviewed the podcast and I will go follow you on Clubhouse. Okay, This is a once in a lifetime opportunity for me to do this for you. I can only do it for probably for the next week or two. Uh, otherwise, I'm just going to be following way too many people and my algorithm is going to be all messed up and my rooms are going to be all over the place. Um, but I would love to help you guys out right now. So if you DM me a uh, just a screenshot that you reviewed the podcast, I will gladly go review, uh, go follow you on Clubhouse. By the way, if you're trying to get on Clubhouse and you don't have an invite, also DM me. I will invite you myself. I will plug your phone number into my phone. I've been doing it for people all week, and uh, I keep running out of invite invites, but then they give me more. So. I think they like that all the people I'm inviting are actually signing up. So uh, love to see all the new people on there that I uh, have connected with on Instagram over the last week that are now on Clubhouse and look forward to my rooms every Tuesday morning. So this podcast, this one in particular, is coming out Tuesday morning. So there's probably a room going on right now. Like if you listen to this right when this podcast comes out, it's 8.30 to, uh, to noon uh, mountain time every single Tuesday morning until further notice. All right. I've already got this planned out for quite a while, but go follow me on Clubhouse, turn on the notifications and just be there 8.30 a.m. mountain time. So that's 10.30 Eastern time. That's probably about 5 p.m. UK. I don't know if that's the best time for my Australia followers, so I apologize. Uh, maybe I'll have to do some other rooms that are more accommodating to your time zone. Uh, but yes, uh, as of this morning, so uh, like I will be coming out with a future podcast on Monday, by the way, so I can give you a little bit more warning for my clubhouses, but... Uh, this episode is dropping um, the Tuesday morning that I do have a clubhouse that is all about reels. So if you want to learn about that, 8.30 to noon, you can still catch me over there. I will see you over there. Uh, anyways, guys, let's get into the episode. So really, I am just going to dissect one major point that Ben talked about. And, uh, you know, we talk, we did talk about clubhouse because Ben is absolutely crushing it over there. And uh, he's got over 3,000 followers and he will be at the room as well. So if you want to actually talk to Ben personally, um, you know, this is a great way to do it. Um, The other things that we talked about, we talked about his YouTube channel. We talked about all the ways that he's making money from social media. We talked about 
his uh, work ethic and his schedule. Like, what does it actually look like to perform at the level that you do? How do you have a following everywhere? How do you focus? Uh, you know, what you should be doing into the most important tasks. We talked about a lot of stuff, but I'm going to be breaking down just one of those concepts today, and that is making sure that you're in entrepreneurship for the right reasons. I think this is one of the best points that Ben made because originally we were talking about, I can't remember the name of the company, but a company that Ben was telling me that predicts in 10 years, half of the world will be entrepreneurs. And I didn't really know what to think about that. I think right now, when you look at entrepreneurship, it can be so difficult, right? It's not really what a lot of the world wants to do, uh, let a, regardless of if they can do it. Not not so many people have the mentality to want to you know, possibly be broke for a while, right? There's a lot of people that when they get into business and they're transitioning out of another job and maybe they quit, um, you know, rather than do a slow transition out, you have put, you know, the gun to your head, like, I got to make this work. And uh, yeah, the pressure's on and not everyone really wants to be in that situation. I don't mind at all. I'll be broke <laughs> forever, you know, like I'll be broke and hustle my ass off and not even care as long as I can be an entrepreneur. I'm not broke, uh, but I'm just saying that through the days that I was a broke entrepreneur, just failing my way to find success, I didn't give a shit at all. Uh, and that's kind of what Ben was talking about is that those of you who start entrepreneurship with, I want to make a lot of money, or it would be cool to say that I'm a business owner or any of these reasons apart from the desire to create and the the desire to have freedom of your schedule, the desire to be in control of your business, um, but really that first one, the desire to create and innovate all day and just you know make things for the world that have value. If you don't have that core philosophy at the root of it, it is very hard to be an entrepreneur. So I mentioned some things to Ben like, yeah, but I mean, Amazon FBA, a lot of people, if they were early, it was easy for them. If they were late, it was difficult for them. Same with a lot of other business opportunities, drop shipping and such. You know, if you're early, it's easy. If you're late, it's pretty difficult. And I asked Ben about that and what he thought because, you know, for that reason, it didn't really seem like half the world turning into entrepreneurs was really a thing. And he said that's kind of the issue right there is that right now, a lot of entrepreneurship is all based around like, what's the hot opportunity? Oh, where can you make money? Oh, I can drop ship makeup products. There's good margins. Okay, I'll do it. And people that don't care at all about the business that they're starting, like they're starting businesses without a care about the product or the customer or, or anything. They just hear that it's good money. And then they just go start it, but because they don't really have the passion behind it, it only takes a few hiccups or little, you know, speed bumps in the road. I almost said hiccups in the road, uh, speed bumps in the road before they, you know, lose their their will, their their will and their drive to really do it. Right? They they don't wake up with that motivation anymore. So what I would encourage you guys to do when you're considering, am I in entrepreneurship for the right reasons, really get clear about your goals. 
not every one of you is doing a business right now that is going to be your baby, right? Your life's work. There's plenty of businesses that you might be in right now that is really just setting you up for your next opportunity. And that's amazing, right? There's not many people that even before 30, if they're going to be an entrepreneur their entire life, have started the company that is really going to put their face on the map or be this amazing solution the world needs. So starting businesses in the early days, yes, you do want to have a purpose and a passion for them, but it is also okay to know that you might find yourself doing different businesses in the future, okay? So know that I'm not saying you have to have this amazing charity of a business in order to start it. You can literally just start one of these e-commerce or dropshipping businesses like I was mentioning in an industry that you don't really care about just for gaining experience, um, but also just kind of knowing you know, what are your long-term goals as an entrepreneur. If you don't have these long-term goals, it's all always going to feel like you are just going from opportunity to opportunity. Maybe you're someone that every time an MLM person comes to you, to you, you want to do it, right? You're like, oh, Arbon or Amway and uh, Vaisalis and you know all of these MLMs. Every time you meet a new one, you're like curious about the idea because you're, you just want to make money, right? You just want to make money. So you guys are making money. I'll do whatever. If you are in it for the money, it is very hard to come across money, honestly. Um, and it's because it will be hard for you to stick with it. And it will be because you're going to be choosing opportunities um, that aren't really, that are like fading opportunities. All right. A lot of the times when we hear about these opportunities, Hey, Bar and Grill fans, it's Jim with Madhouse Bar Talk, where me and my co-hosts sit around and talk about the things going on around Madhouse Bar and Grill in Elyria, Ohio. The whole conversation is unscripted, uncensored, and unedited. Anywhere where you stream podcasts, just remember, Madhouse Bar Talks, baby! Like, you know, oh, do do drop shipping or Amazon FBA. Those are like my two favorite examples because I think, you know, both of them are really relevant in the last two years as far as they were very easy to do at the beginning. And now they're a little bit more reserved for people who really are willing to put in the work and, you know, come out with innovative uh, marketing and solutions. Uh, you know, it's, it's really a lot more difficult to survive nowadays, um, but it was very easy when, when it came out. Those of you that heard about these opportunities, you usually hear about them at the point of saturation. You usually hear about them when a ton of people are doing it, when a ton of people have made courses around how to do it, which means that they've been doing it long enough to not only figure it out, but they've also figured out how to teach it. They've probably taught some people it and gotten them results and then turned it into a course and then created the marketing for that course. And then you heard about it. So a lot of times in entrepreneurship, we hear about these, you know, opportunity uh, ways to join, uh, to become an entrepreneur and in easy, easy mind. And when you pursue these things, you're usually going to be catching them at the top of a trend. It's kind of like in the stock market. Uh, you know, Tesla will say is like one of the hottest stocks to buy right now. And it recently has been having some big corrections. I don't know where it's going. I don't analyze that stock enough to make any kind of predictions, but 
let's just say for the the sake of this example that it did actually crash to like 50% of its current value in the next couple weeks. And it wouldn't even be that crazy if something like that happened because that's just what happens after a ton of gains happen uh, in a stock or a cryptocurrency is that there's a lot of people sitting in massive profits and eventually one of them or you know some of these big players the big whales as they say is going to say you know what I'm selling off and it's just going to kind of start the whole thing um but either way you hear about this opportunity to buy Tesla not when it's low, you hear about it when it's really high. And if you know the first thing about trading stocks, it's to buy low, sell high. However, the time that we hear about buy Bitcoin, buy Bitcoin, or buy this, or buy this, is like when it's, oh, if you would have bought it five months ago, you'd be rich. But when you hear about these opportunities before they become awesome opportunities, they don't sound like anything special at all, right? And it's very hard for us to know which ones we should uh, jump on because plenty of them really aren't going to turn into awesome opportunities. So we can't really just have like all this regret looking at hindsight. Oh, I should have done that. I should have done that, you know, because there's a bunch of things that you said no to that were actually the right things to say no to. But a lot of these opportunity-based entrepreneur opportunities, just realize that you're usually hearing about them at the time that it has been popular for a while. So if you're just trying to come in and make a quick buck, that's not always the best opportunity. Some of the best opportunities in entrepreneurship aren't going to be the ones that are the world telling you, go on Clubhouse, you gotta be on YouTube, you gotta do LinkedIn. I have been doing so many Clubhouses recently and all these people come on and ask me and they ask like, which platform should I be on? And really... Like that, the answer to that question is really like wherever you want to be, like wherever you want to get clients and where your clients are. Uh, there's so many questions out there that people just think, oh, I've heard LinkedIn is this amazing opportunity. Should I be on there? Well, does your business have clients that exist on there? Do you like LinkedIn? Is that, can you see yourself creating quality content over there consistently? Because it's not just about, oh, LinkedIn's awesome, right? So you should do it. It's about really knowing what your business is and who you serve and knowing if it's a good idea for you. Similarly, with all of these new opportunities, you need to be able to analyze, is this just a random opportunity that I'm going to be hopping in at the end at? Or Am I just doing this because even if it's not the hottest opportunity right now, I would love to start it. The example that Ben uses in the podcast is what if you created a YouTube channel where you're a candle maker and you made 30 to 50K a year in ad revenue or maybe affiliate links doing whatever, maybe selling some of your own products and let's just say you made 30 to 50K a year but you were a YouTuber, you were a full-time YouTuber and you just created a channel on how to make candles and it just started growing and growing over time and maybe you put out a couple of videos a week, but you know, eventually it becomes your full-time job. Would you rather make 30 to 50K as a YouTube candle maker or 75K in a corporate job in line with you know wherever you have your experience or wherever you have your degree? If the answer to that is I would still rather make 75K and have a little bit more job security, then that's, that is really where I would draw the line of I probably wouldn't start that job, this business then. 
um, because maybe it will be making you know even more than 75k in a few years, maybe at the end of the year. But you shouldn't plan on that because the amount of people that are that build their business to a point of significance in a year are very few. Most people, it takes two to five years to build their business to a point of you know, what I would consider significant or what they would consider significant about their own business. It usually takes a few years of tweaking uh, and hard work to get things right. If it's quicker than that, great, but it's not where we plan on because if we plan on that and we're like disappointed that, oh, I thought I was going to be here in a year, if if that disappoints you to the level of, oh, I wish I didn't even start because I didn't want to be an entrepreneur unless I was going to be successful within a year or something, then that is, again, where you shouldn't do it. So ask yourself, would I be okay doing whatever business idea that I have in my head if I only made 10K the first year, 30K the second year, 50K the third year, and you just kind of made, look, maybe do the numbers, however, uh, you know, it'd be more uh, for your situation. I'm just saying numbers that are, that make sense for like uh, the average salary in America. So sorry, I'm using US dollar. I, I'm thinking you, you know a little bit about the exchange rate from US dollar to your country, so you know about what I'm saying. But if the average salary in America is about 52K, I'm saying, would you be willing to make you know 75% of the average salary to do what you love? Or is this business that you're starting not really what you love? You're just doing it because it seems like it's quick money. That is where staying in entrepreneurship long enough to make it work and waking up every day knowing that you made the right decision and actually being passionate about your business and loving the work you're doing regardless of what the day's results are, that's when you have the correct uh, mentality that's necessary to be an entrepreneur. And it doesn't come from having, like having this mentality innately. It comes from actually starting a business with the right reasons and knowing that this is a business I would love to do no matter what the pay is the first couple years. This is not me saying, have a limiting mindset about how much you're going to make. Absolutely not. You should pursue all of your goals financially, right? If you want to make a million bucks in the first year, absolutely set that goal. But I'm just saying, if you didn't make a million in the first year, would you be looking at it with regret? Or if you made 10K but still just worked for yourself, and, or we'll say like 25K because I know 10K is like not enough to live. Uh, maybe it's like you make 10K and you have like a part-time job as a delivery driver on the side, okay? Whatever this combination is, would you rather work your business and then maybe another s- small job just to, to keep you afloat while you're still building your business? And like, what is that situation more appealing to you than working a higher paying job in a position that you wouldn't love. That is really where you should draw the line because um you know if you were if you're like no I'd rather make less here than that other job then you already know you're never going to quit. And if you have this well there's no possible way that I'll ever not be an entrepreneur mentality like Ben said he had, right? He's, I'm like, in 10 years, will you, you be an entrepreneur? He said, absolutely. And the answer is the same for me too. There's absolutely no scenario that I would not be running my own business for the rest of my life. You know, I've, I've made it like a parent, like I will never use my resume for anything. And if you're not at that level, that's totally fine. I'm not saying like you need to be at that level. Um, but 
it does help a lot when the only options in your mind are making this business work. When your mind has eliminated all other options of this business not working, then that's when you can just get beat up. You can see low results. You can go from one marketing adventure to another, from one marketing experiment to another, you know, from one failed employee to another, and from one failed goal to another without really this loss of enthusiasm. And it's one of my favorite quotes from Winston Churchill is that success is when you go from failure to failure without the loss of enthusiasm. And that not just comes from, you know, you. Be, it's not about who you are. It's not about, oh, you were born a certain way to be able to do so. It's about, are you pursuing an opportunity that you are going to be able to fail your way to success without loss of enthusiasm because then you won't even feel like failure. I, for so long, guys, even when my business wasn't making much money, um, then and I was like uh, in the early days, like staying up late, building my website and you know tweaking advertising, just doing all these things that I needed to do in order to get it right. Sure, there might have been some months where I'm like, oh, dang, I got to you know, make something happen, get some money together or whatever, because I was also just throwing all extra money that I was getting at ads, right, to just grow my business. And that's really how you guys should do it is just fucking throw money at until it works. Damn it. Like, th- make it make it happen, right? Be confident enough to actually bet on your own business. But I was reinvesting everything. It doesn't have to be in ads necessarily, but I was reinvesting basically all the profit of the business was making, um, you know, keeping myself okay personally, right? But then any extra money that the business was making, I was just reinvesting into trying new things or buying more product or trying to buy larger quantities of product to get cheaper deals because the business wasn't where I wanted it yet. But I was just working my ass off and reinvesting and reinvesting and reinvesting. And there was no part of me that was like, I wish I just, I wish I could just pull out more money and I wish I could just, you know, live rich now and not have to keep reinvesting the money because there was still nothing more important to me than making the business work. And there was nothing that I was more grateful for than to be able to wake up every day and just to pursue my passions on my own time. And maybe I would wake up one day and just not even want to do it, but I don't have a boss and I'm going to just have the day off. Um, I do feel like working today. I'm just going to work all day. I just want the freedom to be able to do so. Okay. I'm really, my type of mentality really doesn't do well without having that mentality to just do whatever the fuck I want at all times. So that's why I kind of have to be an entrepreneur, right? Um, And it's not about just doing whatever the hell I want at all times because I can't, right? I do have to keep my business afloat, but I am, um, you know, strict on it, but I still, my schedule has been completely made by me. And if that sounds appealing to you, if all of what I'm saying, you're like, yes, that's what I want for my life, then the great news is, yeah, you should be an entrepreneur. You're doing the right things. Congrats to you making it to the end of this podcast. I'm keeping today's a little bit shorter. Um, But yeah, you, you know what you're doing. Like you're in it. Keep going. Keep going. You're doing a great job no matter where you're at. You are going to get there. As long as you are in this business for the right reason, uh, right reasons, then you will eventually get to wherever you're going. I promise you. Okay. I promise you, you're going to get there. Keep pivoting. Just keep doing what needs to be done. But if you have a mentality that every time the going gets tough, you think about, 
what else you could have been doing or oh I could have just got this job out of college and maybe now I'd be making like 95k and you're just really looking at like what you're making per year uh, and things like that that's when you should really consider the work uh, the line of work you're in and I would even consider maybe some of these jobs that are just like commission based but you work for somewhere someone else that still is very entrepreneurial to be able to set your own schedule and uh, you know, work as hard as you want to and not work when you don't want to, like you can still have that flexibility within some companies. And I kind of call it like being an intrapreneur. And that's really what I was when I sold Cutco for seven and a half years. It really was my own business. I just didn't invent the products, right? So I would just sell for them but I'd completely set my own schedule and stuff, but I already knew from that experience that that's how I wanted it to be. If you really love having your own schedule, love the flexibility, love pursuing your passions, love working on your own time, and all of that you love more than just like the stability of a paycheck that really isn't even that stable because you can be fired at any moment, then you're in the right reasons for entrepreneurship. If you are just opportunity hopping like a lot of entrepreneurs try to do, that is when you might get lucky and make a quick buck. But by the time you hear about, oh, fidget spinners, sell fidget spinners on Amazon, it's great money. It's usually a little bit too far past the point to be able to make money on it because you're going to have to spend a week or two trying to find your supplier then spend another couple days get all your money together and wire it over to China and then spend a couple months waiting for the product to get to you and then the opportunity's over okay a lot of these opportunities uh you know I want to say like opportunity ships or something like that make a word for it but these random fly-by-night entrepreneur opportunities are something to consider and see if your business can take advantage of them but just know that most of the time you hear about them they are already getting to that point of saturation uh because when we do hear about these opportunities before they get there it's hard for us to even get excited about them because they're still new um so i would tell you to do two things one before you just hop on some bandwagon that everyone else is doing and hop onto some new entrepreneurship opportunity, either really consult the data yourself or feel free to DM me and just ask my thoughts. The second thing would be, are you content doing this business no matter what your money you know your money situation would be in the first couple of years because if so, you are in the right business and you are pursuing something that is gonna be, something you're going to be so grateful you did later in life to be able to have these passive income streams, to be able to retire on a company or to be able to sell off that company or to be able to run these companies uh, well into your 60s and 70s like I'll probably do. Why would I want to stop working? Why the fuck would I want to retire? Okay, like I don't know. I don't, I don't get that. Okay, like that's also another thing with being an entrepreneur. Like why would you want to just stop doing your hobby is kind of like how you look at it when you're an entrepreneur. But hey, if you want to retire at like 35 by selling a business, like that is also possible with entrepreneurship. I'm just saying make sure you're starting with the right reasons and that means that they have to be beyond financial. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode on entrepreneurship mentality. Share it with a friend that is looking to start a business soon and is not sure if it's what they want to do or not because if they do start it, it honestly might be the it honestly will be the best thing that they ever did with their lives and they'll be so excited they did but also for some of you that are really just trying to make some money and you really are okay with your salary job and having that consistent check maybe entrepreneurship isn't the best thing for you you to do um but it's always something to consider 
what the opportunities are, what it would look like, what your chances of success and failure are. But just be careful because uh, a lot of the opportunities will be more difficult than uh, presented to you by the time you actually hear about it. All right. So that concludes this episode. Look for some more social media marketing information next week. And be sure to check me out on Clubhouse every Tuesday morning, 830 to noon, Mountain Time. All right, guys. See you later.